Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm Ann Alvarez, parent coach, school counselor, and mom of two. Do you struggle with your relationship with your kids because you carry childhood pain? Do you get triggered by your child's behavior, become irrational, and maybe even yell at your children? Maybe you want to be a better parent, but you don't know how. Instead of repeating old patterns, you want to heal your pain, become more aware of your child's needs, feel connected to your kids, and learn the tools to communicate better so you can truly enjoy your parenting. If you are ready to heal your childhood pain, raise healthy, connected, and happy kids, and end the cycle of parenting with pain, then join me. Our kids deserve it, and we can do this. Let's go. Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm so excited because we have a returning guest. Her name is Joe Witten, and she is the mom to a preteen and stepmom to teenagers, parent coach, and the founder of the UK based Invisible Thread. Welcome, Joe. Thanks for coming back. Yay, back for part two. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, so last time we talked about bullying or hyper-controlling behavior, right? Um, And then part two, I thought maybe we can just talk about how do we as parents empower our children when they are faced with behavior, hyper-controlling behavior uh, from someone else? Yeah, so when they're on the receiving end of the types of behavior we talked about in part one right yes exactly ah and um I I can talk from quite a lot of personal experience as well as experience supporting other parents with this um so yeah if I get emotional you know why (laughs) I mean it is such a tough one for parents because it can be so triggering to see our children hurting, right? Yes. And we get all the thoughts around we sh- they shouldn't suffer and we don't want them to be facing this and they shouldn't have to. And those thoughts can kind of make us react more and kind of activate our nervous system and trigger us a little bit. So, I mean, I'm I'm saying that because one I, I empathize if you are going through this situation I understand completely and two I think the first point is really about how you support yourself so that you're not coming from a place of overreacting to what they're going through so that you're meeting your child's upset with a more of a calm approach um, because the overreacting won't won't help things sit, simmer down. It won't necessarily help them to feel the feelings that they need to feel about the situation that they're in. Um, in fact, it might keep them in more of a heightened state and their nervous system's more activated and, and tip them over um, into behaviours that you might not that you'd rather not see so trying to working on staying calm ourselves and then meeting your child where they're at with whatever feelings they're having and helping them to express them so 
I think it's kind of like keeping ourselves calm, not really saying a great deal when they're bringing this to us initially, but letting them have their feelings, whether that's that they need a good cry about it or that they might have some anger that they want to express. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so really, like we, we have to really mo monitor ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Sorry, dog duty. It's okay. Uh, we have to really monitor ourselves um, that we're not overreacting, uh, that we're in a calm place, and that we're giving the message that we can handle whatever they say. Absolutely. Right? That's it's like, it, this is, yeah. Parenting with, with strength, right? This is what I call parenting with strength. Uh, always showing strength to our children. Um, and I love the, that you say we really have to let them express what their experience was and the emotions that came with it. Right. And, and not say anything during that time. Just let them express. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's it's really really, it is really testing to not go into fixing mode or or judgment mode about the other child that's um you know doing these behaviors exactly exactly behaviors. So. it is really hard and so i would say that you might need some support with that and ju mm -hmm. just to consider that you know how how are you supported during this while while you go through this you know um i'm a big fan of listening partnerships which gives you a chance to express your feelings um, I don't know if you use those, Anne, but yeah, try I, to. I, I say we all we all need to vent, and we all need to express. Yeah. And uh, we so, sometimes we need to express to other parents or to close friends uh, to help us process what we're feeling, right? And also just to let it out, uh, but not to our children. Because when we're in front of our children, we really want to show our children we can handle it. Everything's mm -hmm. going to be okay, right? So I, I say yes. I'm totally with with you on the partnership part. And I have, over the years, um, leaned into my my friends uh, with my parenting challenges, right? And then, and then go back calmly to talk to our children, right? Because then, then we've let it out. We've taken out all the fear, all the emotion, because we feel fear too, right? Like we feel fear, especially if our child is being hurt, our natural instinct is to protect them. Uh, so, so we feel the fear and we need to let it out to another adult, right? Not, not to our children. No, not to our children and not to go through all the possible solutions with our children either. It's less yes. is more. It's a situation yes. where less yeah. is more, isn't it? Absolutely. And, um, I try and um, partner up parents with listening partnerships because they're a great way of expressing everything and not having anybody try and fix it for you, just having somebody listen. I love that. I love that so much. All right. So okay. um, so we're calm. We've listened to our child explain a situation, a bullying situation that happened. Um, and we've let our children express the emotions that came without experience. Okay, now what do we do? Um, oh, that's the, that's the question, isn't it? Is what to what to talk about first? I want to make sure that we do fit into this uh, a little bit of 
conversation around how we can guide our children to respond to this kind of behaviour. And that will will ideally need to be alongside support from like a school counsellor such as yourself in your situation. Um, certainly wanting school to be supportive of empowering them to respond in the right way, as in yes. an effective yeah. way. Yes. So let's yeah. come on to that. And then I'd like to touch on what we can do at base camp at home to really deepen that connection between us as parents and our, ch and our child that's going through this, because mm -hmm. that will help them in so many ways. That will really help shield them from the wounding that they're going through, but it will also mean that they'll be less interested in or, or, or less likely to care about um, the other child and, more, and their connection with the other child and their relationship with that other child and more likely to care about their relationship with us. Yes. Um, yeah. It's so funny because I uh, yesterday when I was at work, I had a situation with my 13-year-old student uh, who has who has received some hyper-controlling behavior, um, some bullying, right? Um, and it's affected her because she she skipped a couple of classes. And so mom came in yesterday and I just modeled to mom a conversation that you have with your child, right? And it was about like, I really believe in empowering our children to not care about what other people think or say about us when we don't even like them, when we don't even, they're, they're nothing to us in our lives, right? We give our power away. We give our power to the person that's doing the hurting. And then I also explain to kids that it's not about you. Somebody that hurts Love is hurting. That. Somebody that, hurt is, that hurts is hurting. They're, they have experienced hurt. And, and this is their way of, of, of feeling like in control, right? Yeah. So if we can reframe it in our children's true. minds, right? We have to reframe it in their minds that yeah. it's- We do, that, we have to work on that. And we want everybody in their village of support to be yes. um, consistent in that messaging, right? That this is, Absolutely. you know, I tell you a secret about this situation. It's not about you at all. It could be about anybody. It could be about this stick. Yes, about that tree. It, this person is just hurting. And the other thing I say to my students is, um, you like, why do you feel bad? Did you do something wrong? Did you did you call someone a name? Did you hurt somebody? No, you didn't. So you know what you have, you don't need to feel bad. The person doing the wrong should feel bad. Right. And that's kind of but like, again, re yeah, reframing in your mind. Hold on a second. Why am I feeling bad? I didn't do anything. Right. Mm. And so what we what we want to try and do is help them to respond to the behavior in a way that also gives the message of like, I don't really care. Yes. Because then yes. that's going to like help put out the fire rather than fuel it. Yes. Um, so I love the terms. If, if if a child's facing teasing, for example, you know, the classic four eyes is a good one, right? You know, because they'll yes, find anything, right. won't they? Your dimples, your teeth, your, you know. Matter. 
mm-hmm. if they're if they're in need of displaying these kinds of behaviors they'll find something yes um so yeah if a child's facing that 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 sort of teasing behavior for them to what what we want is to empower them to be able to respond with a kind of you can say that i can't stop you you know and it just it removes the oxygen from the fire it and and they it doesn't instantly and i think it's good to set up a child child's expectations that they they probably have to have that response like consistently give the Mm -hmm. same response for maybe a week Mm -hmm. if it's happening every day same sort of response you can say that yeah i can't stop you yeah yeah just really flatten it it down and 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 also you you can walk away and not respond as well because you don't have to give power to that negativity right you don't have to give any energy to it so but I do love that I do love that kind of like neutral response you know it doesn't matter or I don't care like you know move on let's move on Right, because yeah, even with the walking away, you know, they may chase. They may see that as a bit of a chase situation where I'm going to get to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it, it can, it can just neutralize it. And, you know, I know that the behaviors will differ, but that's a great response for teasing. I think if rumors are being spread, which is a common one when you're dealing with teenagers. Yes. Um, yeah. Taking the response. If somebody comes up to you and says, do you, you know that, that the rumor is that you're doing so-and-so with so-and-so or you did so-and-so with so-and-so and the child can just respond with do you believe it and that person will say yes or no and you go okay you can yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah i love that i love that so much okay and so when we're working with our children as parents okay like help help me here with the base camp uh what what kind of environment what do they what do we need in our home to to give them the messaging and and to empower them that they can handle this situation because you know what we rush to rescue um as parents but really what we need to do is empower them to handle these situations because I told this mom yesterday, we cannot be with our kids all the time. And so we are helping them to manage through these kinds of situations. Yeah, absolutely. And and God, I mean, the most empowering thing for them is to be able to handle it and then see that they did it. So our having a consistent response from us of you did it, you did it. That's amazing. You did it constantly until it, you know, past that challenge has passed you know and bless them they might face another one further down the line but that's really a really powerful thing is to remind them you did that that's what builds the resilience and the confidence for when they can face the next challenge I mean I would I would always spend a few sessions with a client looking at looking at um, how things are going at home and the relation how the relationships are between parents and child yes uh, Mm -hmm. in order to try and deepen the connection and deepen that attachment because that's what will also shield the child from wounding 100 percent, because they need to feel safe with their parents 
and that they can come to their parents with anything and their parents are not going to flip out or uh or cry hysterically or get really emotional really emotionally charged because when we do that as parents and i know this just from talking to teenagers for decades right when we do that as parents our 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 kids see us as we can't handle it uh they see us as uh, I don't want to upset mom. I don't yeah. want to upset dad. And then they don't want to come to us to talk about what's really going on with them. So we have to really, I, I call it like this temperature gauge, right? Know where, where your temperature is. Like, are you going to, are you overreactive? Are you too hot? Or, you know, or, or are you going to like run away? Are you too cold? Are you going to withdraw? Like know what your temperature gauge is. If when you're in a position where you feel strength as a parent, then you know that you can be calm and help your child problem solve. I'm a big believer in in problem solving with our children um, and asking them, what do you think would help? Um, because Absolutely. I just feel that it empowers them and teaches yeah, them. It really does. It really does. And that's how we learn how to solve problems, right? But but I would say that to problem solve with your child, that child does need to be um, in the right place in terms of their nervous system. So I would definitely, in those sessions as I work with parents, I would definitely look at how the child's temperament is at the moment and whether maybe well definitely looking at whether their cup might be full full yes. or how full their cup is yes yeah and 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 we can't problem solve when our our brain is in the, an emotional state right so so uh, sometimes we like you said parents rush to problem solving but we have to uh we have to regulate that system right we need to be regulated uh to think logically to be able to um move that's through the problem that part of the brain yes know? yes we so can... that's why it's so important as parents to sit with our children and let them just un I, I say unleash your emotions like let them express their emotions fully um and then when they're calm then some problem solving can happen right um but not till then yeah, yeah. and, and it, as i've said I will keep saying this because I do empathise and I have been there. I do understand it can be hard to sit with a child whilst they're displaying so much sadness or so much anger. It can be really hard to not want to fix it. Yes. But helping them to express the feelings is what will help them adapt, become more resilient and be able to face it and be able to feel empowered to to neutralize it and move on from it. Yes, yes. I think when we are quiet and we're just listening, we give the message that um, your feelings matter and you can express them safely with, with us, you know, as your parents. Um, I think that's so good. The, the other thing I wanted to mention, and this has been my experience um, in my counseling, is sometimes parents uh, get really vengeful and they just want, you know, they want a punishment for the hyper controlling yeah. behavior that can happen yeah that's that's their focus and I just want to say parents like 
our focus, our, our power is with our own children. That's where your focus needs to go. Take that drive, that emotion that's happening, right? It's there to get you into action. But focus it in the base camp, not, not on the child that's struggling with hyper-controlling behaviours because that's not your job, is it? That's not that's not going to make a change in that other family that's for that family to to sort out exactly our, our so, parents is with our kids yeah our own children so, so reach out get some support so that you can really look at what else you can do at base camp to support yes. your yeah. child and, th- and they will get through it quicker because of that and they will come out of it stronger because of that so 100%. Yeah. yeah i do want to say though parents um as a school counselor like Yes, bring it to the school if it's happening at school. Oh, yes, yeah. Absolutely 100% because we we will work with the the bully, the hyper-controlling behavior child, and we will work with your child who is being bullied. We will work with with them both to help them to teach them to to monitor, right? That that everyone feels safe in the school. And if we don't know what's happening, we cannot address it. Uh, and our jobs in, I, I mean, as a school counselor and, and and teachers in the school, our jobs really are to help our students feel safe. And they don't feel safe if they're being bullied. So as parents, uh, you you have every right to go to the school and you should uh, because Absolutely. the school can yeah. help. And yeah. in my role, I have done some some work with schools and with parents with the school you know we've taken a kind of multi multi person approach um and that's where the most success lies so I totally agree with you yes. yeah you want everybody on board and there's more that the school can do to empower your child as well and they can for example there's strategies they can put in place like a buddy system for all yes. the children yes um, I mean, yeah, there's there's lots of really, really effective things that can be done. So don't lose hope. Just reach out for support. Absolutely. hundred percent. I love that. I love that so much. Um, yeah, because uh, we want to empower our kids. Uh, we want them to feel good at home and at school. Uh, and we we don't want the problem to get worse. So we need to we do have to address it you know, quite well, because I get very upset when I hear that students have been bullied uh, for years. That that really upsets me, because then I feel like uh, the adults in their lives have failed them. Uh, and we can't fail them. We we have to you know, address. You can only do what you can do when you know what you know. And yes. if, this is why we're doing this, right, to get that information out there and share it as much. Yes, yes, it's always good to address it right away so it doesn't uh it doesn't progress doesn't get worse and and affect our child's thinking about themselves um because when it goes on too long it starts to affect their self-esteem right so we have to be careful of that yeah Yeah. i'm sorry my dog started barking in the background it's okay it's okay it's okay all right parents so okay i'm just gonna do a recap of uh, Joe's um, tips. Okay, so first of all, we I know it's hard. Uh, Joe said it's hard. She works with parents on this, but we have to be calm. 
even though it upsets us, because it is upsetting when our children are upset. But we have to be calm and let our children express their feelings and their emotions. And we just listen and talk less and just listen. And then once our child is calm, and then, then we can we can address it and give them uh, empowering messages and also ways to handle uh, what's happening uh, at school or wherever it's happening uh, so that we empower them. And then we also need to create that um, base camp safety uh, at home. And we need to involve the school if it's happening at school so that they can address it as well. So is that good? Is that good, Joe? Did I forget anything? No, that's great. I mean, that's great. There's so much that we could talk about. I would absolutely just to add, get as much support as you can so that you can okay. really work on deepening that attachment and connection. There's some, we haven't got time now, have we? But there's some, there's some really simple little shifts, stuff you'll be doing already, but just, you know, increasing things, things that you're doing already that are working well and just yes. doing them a bit more consistently can make a huge, huge difference for your child. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Joe, I'm, I am gonna put all of your uh, links with the podcast notes, but do you wanna just let parents know uh, where, how to get how to get in contact with you? Sure, well, my website, go to my website, which is um, Invisible Thread PC, so it stands for Visible Thread Parent Coaching, and everything's on there that you'll need Um, I would like to mention Anne that I am um, running a group parent coaching program with my partner organization Great Parenting Simplified and we're offering free support sessions at the moment parent support sessions for anyone that might be interested in getting some support or joining the group program so I will also put that link to show notes Oh, excellent. That's so great. That'd be really great for parents. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for coming for part two. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate all your expertise. Um, and yes, thank you so much. And parents, thank you. You know, I love you and uh, we're here for you. Uh, reach out if you need support and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Take care, everybody. If this podcast inspired, blessed, or changed you in any way, I would love for you to share this with your family and friends on your Instagram page and tag me at Masterful Parenting and join my Masterful Parenting Facebook page or DM me for more parenting support. And I will meet you here real soon. Remember, be relational with your kids and you will see a change. Love to all you parents out there. Let's change the world one parent at a time.
If this podcast inspired, blessed, or changed you in any way, I would love for you to share this with your family and friends on your Instagram page and tag me at Masterful Parenting and join my Masterful Parenting Facebook page or DM me for more parenting support. And I will meet you here real soon. Remember, be relational with your kids and you will see a change. Love to all you parents out there. Let's change the world one parent at a time.